0: This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network.
1: Welcome to a brand new episode of Paranormal Dads. This is your co-host, Eddie.
2: I'm Andy.
0: And I'm your special guest, Kenzie.
2: A.K.A. my wife. We got a paranormal
1: paranormal mom. (laughs) (laughs) Please join us as we go in search of the monsters, myths, and mysteries that surround us on this brand new episode of Paranormal Dads.
2: Folks, here we are. Uh, we always start out with recent sightings, and it was my rotation to pick a topic for that. And I'm winging it. I have no notes. I have no research. I uh, you could call me lazy, but I'm kind of going off of things that people have told me lately. And improv recent sightings. That's right. And uh, for many of you know, uh, I, as my profession, I'm a psychic medium, and the, one of the cool parts about that is we get. Uh, contact with a lot of people who've had paranormal happenings, and for reasons that uh, I'm not sure if anybody can fully explain. Lately, we've caught wind of a lot of people encountering the same phenomena, which is scary enough. Having their toes or feet or ankles touched, or pinched, or pulled, or caressed, rubbed, perhaps. <laughs> I like <laughs> licked, caressed. Licked. <laughs> Kinky ghost. This little piggy. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> wee 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 wee. <laughs> All the way home. Uh, a lot of people have have uh, commented on my Facebook page and even sent me uh, emails l- lately saying that they've had their feet messed with at the foot of their bed by an unseen presence in the room uh, for most of these people that was really startling kind of scary um, you know and it, it kind of makes you, if nothing else it makes you want to sleep with your feet tucked inside the covers am i wrong that's yes at least
0: are you uh, are you going to tell them about I put
2: a gun in my foot. <laughs>
0: Okay, Okay, Andy, you should back up a little bit and kind of tell them what led us to this
2: discovery. I'll lay the groundwork. So um, a couple months back, I think March it was, uh, we were contacted by my great aunt. So uh, it was my grandmother's sister. She lives out in Missouri. And uh, they were having, uh, suddenly, unexpectedly, out of nowhere... Uh, good old down-to-earth country folk, no interest in the paranormal whatsoever, and suddenly their trailer, which was right along the the side of a highway, was a hotbed of paranormal activity. Like severely haunted. Severely haunted, to the point where the poor lady, she's in her mid-80s, she was having her, her toes touched, she was having her feet touched, she was having this uh, presence uh, touch her on the leg uh, working its way up the bed to g- lay down g- its g- head g- on her pillowcase. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Why? No, thank you. So so what do we do? We hightail it down there with our three-year-old daughter. You run towards <laughs> the you're, danger with your child. You're terrible parents. <laughs> and you're then, basically the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you took baby Groot with you on a battle. I am Groot. <laughs> and it just, it just escalated in a, in a really comic, comical way, so with all the activity they had going on inside the trailer, we had no babysitting options for Sky here in Omaha, so we said, okay, we're going to take her with us, but she's not setting one foot inside that trailer. No way, no how. So we get there, Kenzie goes in, and, along with Amanda, a friend of ours, and scoped it out said, eh, it's not too bad. Okay,
0: we did have a couple of weird things, so as soon as we walked in... Okay, so we had an EMF meter and we had something called a K2 meter. So right off the bat, we walked in, and those things are off the charts. Okay. Okay? So. But I mean, it wasn't like
2: projectile vomiting and no one's head was spinning around in circles and was on kind of fire. Vomiting, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite kind of My favorite kind. the best kind. Out of all the vomiting, it's your favorite. You're going to waste time launching across
1: the
0: room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't It wasn't so bad that we could justify keeping Sky outside. It was getting right. kind of chilly. So we, we went inside and then as it got darker, we, we, had, we had already booked a motel room and so we said, okay, well, maybe we should go back to the motel but we hadn't really gathered as much evidence as we wanted so we said, "Okay, maybe maybe we'll just stay the night here," and and then as the night grew on, Sky was getting really sleepy, and the couch wasn't really comfortable. And we said, "Well, maybe we'll stay the night here, and me and Kenzie and our daughter our daughter Sky will sleep in in the bed that all the activity's happening."
0: What? So we did. <laughs> so we did.
2: In the bed. In the bed. In the bed. We're all, all, all the activity.
0: Ho- to the hoodoo hole-ing. is going
2: on. Yeah. Happening, so yes. and I felt in the middle of the night I may have been poked on the side.
0: I too was poked in the side, so the not sides, in the bed, yeah. but it yeah, I was walking around and I got poked in the side.
2: So, anyway, long story short, we gathered some, um, you know, some evidence of some weird stuff that was going on there, nothing scary, nothing overly intimidating. So, we leave. Long story short. Uh, through another family member, we found out that not only did the um, ghost activity remain after we left, it actually got worse. Oh and it, my! And my poor great aunt. We a poked day- the beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, we, we, we poked the bear, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost bear, <laughs> So after we, two days after we leave, we caught wind that my great aunt Vilma, in the middle of the night. The ghost got bold enough to play this little piggy with all of her little toes that were hanging outside the covers, and one by one, she felt an index finger and a thumb pinch each toe, going right down the right down the road there, right down the line, Mm-mm. one by one. That would make Mm-mm.
1: me angry almost.
2: As like, a good friendship
0: you- would say, "Oh hell, no!" <laughs> there you go. There
1: you go. Mm-mm.
2: No, these are my toes, <laughs> not your toes. <laughs> At least it didn't so, get licked. Oh, I mean, that's, God. that's a whole other level. There. Man,
1: that's just a, an affront to all things. <laughs> everything <laughs> goes. Shame on you. You know better. So, so what happened after that? So
2: I, I get back, and I kid you not, it was a couple days after I got back, and I had heard that story about the, this little piggy thing. And so, and then the same day, I get an email from a, a client, from a person I didn't even know that didn't know me she was just reaching out to any old psychic medium she could find online and she said hey can you explain why this is happening last night I have a ghost that's pinching my toes and messing with my ankles and I want to know how to get rid of it and so I said this is insane Oh, not to mention, a couple weeks before we went down to Missouri, I had the exact same thing in our bedroom upstairs. (gasps) I
0: forgot about that. Yes, you did. Playing
2: this little piggy. Not that, but
0: something
2: something grabbed my ankle and shook it in the middle of the night, enough that it startled me awake, and I said, oh, bleep. And then the only thing that that gave me any peace of mind at all was our cat was near the foot of the bed and i just convinced myself that it was our cat that did it yeah but it wasn't it was a hand that grabbed and locked around my ankle and shook it and so after hearing all these cases i I put a kind of poll out there on my facebook page and i said who's had this happen recently and i was kind of blown away by how many people chimed in saying me i have my brother has my cousin has um Grabbing feet and toes. Yeah, I mean, talk about mm-hmm. recent sightings.
1: Why all at once? Talk about a strangely personal recent sightings here. So, what's the? Do you have any theories on this? Have you seen anything uh, about well, as far as a ghost that likes to grab?
2: And you know, what's perfect about tootsie? this is it's kind of an appetizer to your main mystery coming up because we. Theorize that perhaps a portal had opened up, um, Ooh. Ooh. You know, maybe on their property out in Missouri, maybe on Earth as a whole, you yeah. know, a, a portal, so to speak, of, uh, you know, it seemed like, I'll put it this way, it seems like during that little window, and it's since subsided, I think, but during that little window, it just seemed like the curtain that separates our dimension from the afterlife was was rather thin. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder if ghosts were just coming in and out, just almost like a revolving door at a bank kind of deal.
1: Saw some like weird sign over her house, like she's got great toes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> great toes. She just, has
0: got some great feet, y'all. Just, just <laughs> wiggle them. Just had a
1: pedicure got me
2: got me a mani pedi and They're some French tips. There's
1: no lint. There's no lint under those toenails. Just marvel at them.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> trick is, if you don't want your feet messed with, just let your little uh, talons grow out and never clip your toenails. Maybe they'll leave you alone. So like I'm your fine. brother Dave. Like <laughs> <laughs> my brother Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's part eagle, part human.
0: He could snatch his prey out of a lake with his toes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just
1: shredding through the tops of his shoes. Yeah, he does.
2: He wears holes in the socks. He (laughs) does, literally. Cut your nails, Dave. Yeah, but he's ghost-free. I can guarantee that. There you go. Exactly.
1: That's how you get get him away. Or, you know, that's how you get your wife to kick you, too, and you roll over in bed and you just catch her (laughs) with the back of your Tyrannosaurus Rex feet, and she's like, Ah!
0: animal cut your toenail. I
1: think that's happened before yeah, hasn't it it. Has. Oh, it has. With a little one that's all like knife sharp <laughs> the baby toe. so 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 total like a recent occurrence of people being touched on their feet and ankles and such
2: well yeah and I mean if any listeners out there have had this go on in your house you know hit us up email and, and social media let us know but uh, from what I've gathered I mean it hasn't happened to us in, in a couple months now and uh, good news happy ending to this story Recently, caught wind through another family member that Vilma and her husband out in Missouri uh, just like that it stopped. Uh, My aunt Terry, who's actually really intuitive herself, she, um, Vilma's her aunt, and Terry recommended, she had read somewhere, she said, Hey, Vilma, open up all your doors and all your windows now that the weather's finally nice. Invite the thing to leave, whoever it is, whatever it is. So they did the very next night, gone. No activity for the first time in over a month. It's crazy. And it hasn't came back.
0: So funny
1: out. how those things work. It's just it's go. Insane. Oh you're right, I should go. <laughs> I mean I thought I'd stay and play with your toes, but you're right, I should probably go do my own thing. So I mean but it's I've had that work too. Hey you with the knocking stop
2: <laughs> oh you're right my bad yeah you <laughs> talked the about board. that how that knocking <gasps> was it by your uh, headboard? knocking
0: oh it was uh, terrifying
1: i don't want to get i mean i've uh, already said it before I, the I don't first to, time
0: we've heard of that eddie i
1: don't want to bore you've heard that all the time oh for me
0: no 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 from other people oh the yeah knocking
2: knocking like was it on the headboard or it was on the rhythmic. wall it was on the wall right by my head by the yeah. headboard and it was rhythmic and knock, I, knock, I counted it knocking on heaven's door one two three
1: four knock 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 one two five knocks one two three four five and a pause and then one, two, three, four, five, and then pause. It was always five knocks. It was, was it never- the
2: ghost equivalent of a
1: woodpecker? I don't It was not a woodpecker. Because it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was quiet enough that only I could hear it. Like, you had to be right next to it. And it was a subtle but very obvious knock, 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 knock. And finally, after weeks, I was like, I just audibly was like, all right, you're done. You're finished. Be done. I'm, I'm tired of this. And it just stopped. And it just stopped. It never happened Ooh. again. That's not creepy at that all. That freaks me out. And
0: <laughs> one of our... Podcast wasn't there a episode where somebody reported that there was a gnome in their closet who was knocking?
2: Yeah, I think so. It was on another like that. another podcast called Mysteries Abound. I'd uh, be okay with that though. I'd be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, there's a gnome in there. You it, were okay with knocking, the gnome. playing, with the, playing gnome. the drums, you know, catching a beat. <laughs> 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 You know, but paranormal activity in the bedroom is just always the worst. And, and that always
0: happens in our bedroom, right on my side of the bed. It's always Why? on your
2: side of the bed. You poor thing. I, I can't even imagine. Why? Like by her nightstand, like right <laughs> by her head. We we had... Uh, what was sanctum. it sanctum. We had this little dish and it's it's part of this little waterfall feature. We haven't put water in it for years because it makes us want to pee when we when we listen to the trickling water.
0: Oh, the rocks.
2: But there was rocks and crystals and gemstones in there and I mean for a long time when we'd have paranormal activity in the bedroom, it was as if somebody came and stuck their big old fat finger right in the dish of rocks and swirled it around and it, it's a distinct sound to hear rocks being fiddled with. Yeah. yeah. And we have a together.
0: cat and automatically the first thought was it could have been Darwin. And, of course, Darwin was asleep in his cat bed. That's
2: the worst. You think oh. it's the cat, and you look, and the yeah. cat's dead asleep. Well, you shine your flashlight over there hoping that that's the case, and, you know, your heart falls into your stomach a little bit when he, he's not there, and then you shine it over, and he's sound asleep on the dog bed with our with our dog. So, well, and then, then there was a time you were poked in the butt.
0: Oh, I forgot about the butt. The butt
2: incident? Yep. Right in the front. <laughs> Right in the keystroke. That's the name well, of this podcast now. This, of this episode. Right in
1: the butt. The butt, in, the butt incident.
2: <laughs> the great butt incident of
1: 2017. <laughs> Oi, Andy, we mustn't stop till we find the great butt
2: incident
0: <laughs> paper.
2: Well, might as well tell the story. I guess we're off you the have, hinges now. You have but, to. Well, well, you know, it's, it's in I the don't same even wheelhouse. remember the whole thing. Well, now. what happened? Well, being messed things with. happen
0: so often on my side of the bed that I just. I've become accustomed to it.
2: What well, happened? I was taking myself a nice little bath. Don't judge. Don't hate.
0: Oh, yep. I remember now. All with, right.
2: With cucumbers on your eyes. Well, there's no bubbles if that saves face at all. <laughs> but I was, I was taking Manly a bubbles. I, I was taking a hot <laughs> bath, and Kenzie was right mm-hmm. around the corner in our bedroom folding laundry on the bed. And um, I'm, I, I think I had a rough day or something, which is why I was taking a bath. And I say a little. Little prayer, little request, if you will, to my guardian angels just saying, Hey, you know, give me a sign or message that you guys are around. Hallelujah. And then I got out and I'm drying off, standing right next to the to the tub, and I hear Kenzie around the corner say, Hey and I'm like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? What's up, girl? And she's like, Why'd you poke me?
0: Oh yeah, and I even reached over to swat your hand away, but your hand wasn't there.
2: Wasn't there. <gasps> <gasps> nope. And I was like, it wasn't me. I'm in the bathroom around the corner. I haven't been in the bedroom. And uh, but it was. I mean, if you went to swat it, it was clearly something physical and and hard enough that you felt it and thought it was me. I did. I don't know. Oh man. And then I thought it's time for me to beat up a ghost. You know, if you're getting fresh, getting fresh, but it it grabbed your butt cheeks. That's not fair. Poked. Yeah. Oh. Poked her.
1: Poked her. Now if it
2: pinched, yeah, we'd be having issues.
0: I've also been touched while in the bathtub. Yep, naked.
1: Yep. Naughty, naughty mm-hmm. ghosts with their feet yeah. and their
2: buns. Oh God! <laughs> Come on, ghosts, have a sense of dec- decency. <laughs> Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> so we, you know, we should take a poll. Would you rather have a foot massage or a butt poke by by a ghost? There you go. You know, we should. <laughs> we should. We, really should. we need some context
1: on our Facebook page because you, you can do polls. What yeah. You Twitter <laughs> poll. Really? Yeah. Touch. Poked in the butt poked on the butt, <laughs> or uh, have your toes massaged.
2: Well, that's that's what I've got for recent sightings. Don't Man. know exactly how or why, maybe a portal, maybe, who knows. Um, but if you have uh, your feet, if your feet are being messed with, if you're getting poked in the keister, try opening up your doors and windows and invite the, uh, the, the creatures to, to leave you alone. Or let your toenails grow. Or let your toenails grow. It's time for Pop Culture. And the Paranormal
0: Well, I uh, admittedly am probably the only person on the face of Earth who hasn't seen The Matrix, but I'm going to lead us into pop culture. With talking about the Matrix, not just the movie, but also the Matrix theory.
1: Here we go. Yes. So this, this this did make me a little sad, like when I saw that as an actual theory. But we'll get into it. I'll I know. Tell you why. I'll tell you it, why. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, we'll and me too.
0: It took me a while to come to terms with wait, wait this might actually be a thing. So I'm just gonna read a quick 15 facts about the Matrix movie, um, and I'm getting this from IFC.com. So I'll just kind of quickly go over this and then we can talk about the Matrix theory. Love so it. Um, the film actually started off as a comic book.
2: Yes, it did.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> you that. already
2: knew that, right? I Being did. a big I comic did. book nerd. I did. I had awesome. no idea. It's in my wheelhouse.
0: Um, the unnamed city you see in the Matrix is actually Sydney, Australia. Oh,
1: that
2: I didn't know. So like so in the movie there there is no they don't refer to the city by a name then. Just the city. It's just the city. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right.
0: Um, the studio didn't want the Wachowskis to yep. direct? That makes sense. Oh, okay. So those were the directors? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: No, the Wachowski, not brothers now, the, the Wachowski siblings. Okay. Ah, okay. to be okay. brothers, one went through a Oh,
0: process. okay. I did hear about that. Okay. A change. Yep. Okay. Because um, they and were like unproven, this, right?
2: And they didn't want oh, any yeah. unproven. And, uh, and, and it
1: was ambitious as all get out to do a movie like this. So it was very like, what? But smart idea because it was amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay, and the martial arts choreographer Yen Wuping created the film's elaborate stunts and wirework. Oh, okay. that's awesome. All right, well, that makes sense. And both Will Smith and Nicolas Cage turned down the role of Neo. Wouldn't that be weird to think of? Nicolas
1: Cage, though. I'm glad we didn't have that as a... <laughs> He's,
2: weird. He's weird enough to play he that. He could
0: be an alien. Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, and also Leonardo DiCaprio were all considered before they finally chose Keanu Reeves.
2: You know, it's yeah. funny when you hear mm-hmm. these things of what actor almost played what roles in a movie. Did you guys know that um, Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones, that role almost went to Tom Selleck? Oh, I did hear that. And it's weird because you can almost That's, picture him. You can almost also. see it. Yeah, yeah, you can almost see that too. Yeah. But a- anyway.
1: But we did get quickly down under. So there you go. <laughs> we, we got that one.
0: Um, another one kind of on that. Fa- uh, let's see. Russell Crowe, Sean Connery, and Samuel L. Jackson could have been Morpheus. Dang. And they declined. And so then, like, Lawrence Fishburne took yeah. the role.
1: Which he, he, was th- so yeah, he was so
2: good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see, the actors had to brush up on their philosophy before be- the production began. So they all had to read Simulcra and Simulation and Out of Control, and so basically just a whole bunch of books that went along with the Matrix theory.
2: So cool. I guess I wanted them to get in the right headspace, yep, right, to yep. be prepared for like an alternate reality kind of movie. Yeah. Weird.
0: So this one really kind of fascinates me. The filmmakers color-coded the movie. So basically, mm. all of the scenes that were that took place in The Matrix had a tint of green. Oh. And then the scenes that took place in reality were blue.
2: That's kind of cool. I like it. I yeah. yeah. wonder if anybody picked up on that. I wonder if
0: anybody really picked up on that. It had a that.
2: sheen of kind of green. Did. I do, if, yeah. If you think about it, it really did. Yeah. Huh. I guess you can do that with a lot of movies. You know how s- some movies look really gritty? Yeah. Different and filters. Yeah, the filters. Mm-hmm. You can really do a lot with that. It's so funny how it changes the feel of it. It does. It really does.
0: Uh, Hugo Weaving didn't have to look far for his inspiration for his character. He modeled Agent Smith's voice after the Wachkowskis themselves. Oh, there you go. Am I saying that wrong? Watchhouse? It's the Wachowskis. Wach- Wachowskis. Yeah. Okay. The lead actors trained every day for four months in order to pull off all the fight scenes. Yep. Yep, I can see that. That's those are pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Keanu Reeves had cervical spine surgery prior to the training period that forced him to wear a neck brace throughout.
2: Huh. Wow. So what, he'd wear a neck brace and then he pop it off for the scenes? And then do it. That's it, huh? crazy.
0: That's crazy. That guy
2: is nuts, though. The way he does stuff
0: yeah hugo weaving had to undergo hip surgery after being injured during fight training hmm.
1: dang
0: neo and trinity's three minute lobby shootout took 10 days to shoot that's a crazy <laughs> that's scene. crazy it's so cool uh the sunglasses for each character were custom designed by blind design the and the, here's the last one the iconic bullet time effect was conceived and created specially for the matrix yep
2: I think i I always time, wanted
0: to know how they created that shot. So yeah. it's like a three hundred and sixty degree view of mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. It just fascinates well, me. And that
2: technology was like absolutely ahead of its time, you mm-hmm. know, for that for that time period. Almost like a Avatar. Yep. You know, when Avatar finally came out, there had never been a movie like that with that level of special effects. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the paranormal part of this comes in why you know, do you want to talk about why you chose this as, a, as pop culture and the paranormal, honey?
0: Yeah, The so the Matrix theory in itself just really, really fascinates me and scares me at the same time. And I'm with you. Yeah, so why does it make you sad, Eddie?
2: Well, first, should we tell people what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. okay, so the Matrix is, theory,
0: right? so it's basically a theory that our reality that we're in um, is the Matrix, basically, and there's a lot of People out there like Cynthia Sue Larson, she kind of studies this and finds different glitches, I guess, that people see that kind of mm-hmm. prove that, well, I don't know, prove, but kind of help theorize that we're in the matrix.
2: Right. She, I think she calls them, uh, and she's. She calls them,
0: t- or what does she call them? Shifts. Reality shifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And or I've people. had a couple of these myself. Also like known just as the I Mandela
2: effect. If mm-hmm. anyone's heard oh, of the Mandela yeah. effect. Yeah. You know, like a hiccup in the space-time fabric that, like, um, alters... Changes Changes reality. I don't
0: know how well I explain that, but some other theories, like, some other theorists say that maybe we're, like, aliens planted us here, or, like, um, and, I don't know, we're we're a video game. (laughs) Like, it's just crazy. There's all kinds of theories that kind of go along with the Matrix series, so...
1: It's it's interesting because I think it does, in the Matrix, the the big shift was that there were still people, but that we were, the people were actually plugged into, literally plugged into the Matrix, and that this machine utilized the human body as a giant battery. And, and later on it was revealed that maybe they weren't batteries, but that like the machines were actually trying to actually save humanity in in a different twist. We'll get into that later. But, but the big thing was that I read about matrix theory for us is that we may not actually have physical bodies at all. Like there isn't. There isn't an Eddie that has a shaved head he who's floating in some cocoon somewhere with, with, a, with a cable stabbed into my forehead that's keeping me aware. So of we what, could
0: just be like a consciousness or a computer code. program or yeah. a
1: code. We're just code.
0: That and, scares And me. that
1: the code is so complicated that we don't know we're code. And then it gets, it gets even deeper in the sense that, and I, this is where I become, I hate when I do this, but I just have to do this, when I just go like, some guy said this some time ago. <laughs> but a few years back, there was an actual, um, I, I don't think he worked for NASA, but he was somehow plugged into NASA. But he was some sort of theoretical physicist, super science amazing dude. And basically the idea was that by analyzing everything... Everything from molecular structures to the, the, the radio waves to light pad, that there is a actual code within reality. And that when you start breaking everything down to its basic parts,
2: it's all a series of ones and zeros. So you're talking like By string navigation. theory. Yeah, kind yeah. which I think is like the interconnectedness. It's like the code of our existence, right? Like, basically. like, like
1: it is basically like this is essentially a, an elaborate version of binary: on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. Right. And that you do it enough times, and you get an Andy, or you get a Kenzie, or you get an Eddie.
2: Right. And we don't... They must have scrambled it pretty good to get you, buddy. You're, I'm, a, I'm definitely an aberrant program. <laughs> <laughs> At some
1: point I'm going to self, self-delete or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. No. Shut down initiated. But, but the thing is, it's like, the reason why it scares me, and maybe you can add to this too, is that it completely removes a lot of things that we would otherwise hold kind of dear, I think.
2: Like an afterlife. Like
1: spirituality, spirituality. Afterlife. Maybe even destiny, the notion destiny. of that. Maybe there is destiny it's, and we can't escape it no matter how we try.
0: I know. I struggle with this between being a spiritual person and being a scientific person. It just scares the crap out of me. What if, like, we, when we die, we're where there was nothing or
2: you, you pop out of, <laughs> or you, you pop, out, the, pop out of the simulation well, you're, but the you Matrix,
0: them, you're like oh this was a simulation
1: right i mean the <clears> end of <throat> the end of men in black kind of like played with that as an idea too where if you remember at the very end they kept zooming out and out and out and out and you saw galaxies and then the galaxies turned into little bubble universes and the bubble universes turned into something else and then it was a marble and it was a pile of marbles and then all of a sudden, this little alien kid grabs all the marbles and throws them in a little bag and and runs off to go catch up with his parents. He's he's playing with these marbles that actually house I know. galaxies. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, it, that's where Matrix, the Matrix theory, I think, is actually strangely compelling in a lot of ways. Because I think on some level, and this is where the Matrix movie really taps into this, where they go, "There's, don't you sometimes feel like something is just wrong with reality? Mm-hmm. That something isn't quite right and we all feel that uh, at some point or time and maybe not a lot of people do but i don't know i think everybody or a lot of people at some point oh yeah absolutely. Wake up feeling like they don't quite fit in their own body sometimes well yeah.
2: then you have other things like deja vu Right. You know what is that? Is that a is that a glitch? Is that you you know uh, uh, a bug in the system that you're feeling like you experience the same thing twice? And then what about
0: past life memories?
2: You know, it makes you wonder. You know, uh-huh. past lives and the notion of reincarnation are are past lifetimes, almost previous versions of our same software. Russell so like So you Eddie, you know. Or we're uh, in just
0: a different simulation.
2: You're 8.0, and next lifetime, you'll be Eddie 9.0, et I mean, cetera.
1: I mean, think about how code works. I mean, if you're writing a piece of code, and then you want to copy that code, you just copy the code, and then paste it into another spreadsheet, and then you have another version of that program, and then it keeps going and going These
0: and These are the things that keep me awake at nighttime. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so would it, would twins be just like a copy and paste? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I've seen t-shirts. The, and Matrix, like, yeah. the Matrix
2: programs. Like, yeah. I'm making two of this. I
1: don't care it's and it's also strangely liberating too in a way because then you're like well if i am in the matrix then it doesn't really matter but then you got to be careful because then nothing ever matters now you're a nihilist and everything (laughs) crumbles apart and it's all meant to catch on fire
2: well my take for for people who you know might not be who if this kind of bums you out to hear this and you know if it makes a person question their spirituality or heaven or an afterlife my take on it is it's still good news, you know. If you're looking for an afterlife and the fact that we're eternal beings, it's still true. If our entire existence is a make is a matrix, because then you could have another version of yourself. You could have another life, a reboot, right? A, uh, you know, an addition to the software, an upgrade.
1: I have a, a a mind bend for you too. What if you know, just like in a video game, you know, there's another level, and that's all heaven and all that it really is. You're still in the matrix. You never yeah. left. You just went to a different part of it.
2: It's like in Mario when you warp. Exactly. You hit the warp tube and you go to a different dimension. Bada, bada, bada. Penny heaven.
0: You're up in
2: the clouds, around.
0: Yeah, there's so many different angles you could go with this matrix theory. Like, what if we're all What if we're aliens? What if we're like floating around in a spaceship mm-hmm. trying to get to a different planet mm-hmm. and just to keep our minds busy, we're in a simulation living these lifetimes? Right. I don't know.
2: Well, in the entire Crazy. duration of human existence, roughly two hundred thousand years, sure. Homo sapiens—that's nothing. That's getting to another like. So, if we are on a ship, and this is just a video game to pass the time while we sleep and while we're, yeah. we're while we're in our pods on the way to the planet. 200,000 years is nothing. There's tons mm. of planets out there that are 200,000 right. and millions and billions of light years away. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's entirely possible.
1: The, the theory is, like, there's, there's so many le- levels and layers to it that you could really just kind of go forever and think about this, you know? I love it. I love it, but it's also terrifying. I know. That's why I said. It fascinates like, me uh-huh.
0: and scares the crap out of me. Yeah.
1: I, you know, what was one other thing about the Matrix theory, too? Oh, one thing I loved about the Matrix movies... Excuse me, was that they really played a lot with uh, Buddhist um, sensibilities and, and philosophy as well when one of the big, one of the big takeaways from the matrix was it the first one or the second one I think it was the first one was that uh, there is no spoon, and that was the big the big thing that that neo had to learn and that 's how he was able to manipulate the matrix was that once he realized nothing was real, then he could play with the rules of reality now.
2: Like it was a dream,
1: right? It wasn't just him. I mean, only he could do it that to that to that level. But that was one of the big takeaways from that movie's philosophy was that nothing is truly real. And Kenzie's about ready to fl- oh flip. Oh my out, gosh,
0: so- I'm, a, I'm I'm bursting at the seams here. So that kind of goes. Uh, I don't know what's the what's it called cloud cloudy racing. That kind of goes along. Uh, it this is just way out there, guys. But there's this thing called cloudy racing. So if you Concentrate on a cloud. You're supposed to be able to erase it with your mind. And Andy and I were we're, were total weirdos, but we actually put this to test, and it worked. It's just crazy. And so, if you can, uh, you can shape reality with your mind. I mean, that kind of goes along with what they're saying in the movie.
2: I know it sounds weird.
0: Just, it's it is weird. It's crazy. And I, I, I at we've talked about people thinking I'm a crazy about person. We've talked
2: and, <laughs> and sorts lizard of and of of I stuff. can
0: erase clouds with my mind.
2: Well we caught wind of it through my aunt and she had heard it from somebody else who had heard it from a book and she was like okay I have officially lost my mind but let me try it. No harm, no foul. So she sat on her back deck and tried it, found a little white wispy cloud in the sky and with her mind, you almost like imagining an eraser, like it evaporated within about 10 seconds of staring at it. So she told me and I'm like, okay, this is getting into really weird territory. So me and Kenzie tried it, and sure, as you know what, it actually worked. I tried it
0: first, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I just erased a cloud with my mind. Andy thought it was nuts, and so we put it, we did scientific testing. We sat out on our balcony, and I said, okay, you see that piece of cloud right there? You look at it, and I'm going to erase it. And so we watched each other. Erase certain parts of the sky. It was just nuts.
2: No, it might not work on a on a you know thirty thousand foot thundercloud. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's gonna do it. So far, we just have little wispy clouds, but
2: can I erase
1: (laughs) bills?
0: That's (laughs) what
1: I really want to work on. There is no bill. (laughs) That's the reality.
0: Then there you go. You get into the law of attraction. There, yes, you can. Exactly, you can, Eddie.
1: Oh my goodness, that's
2: amazing. amazing. You know, But th- this whole concept is just mind-blowing. I mean, truthfully, it's it's deep enough. It could have been the main mystery, but it's, it's pop culture because it is a movie. And, um, yeah, it, it is. It, it does become really dreamlike in the movie where Neo is like, you know, where he realizes that he can do anything with his mind. And it, and it reminds me of that one scene where he's like, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. You know, and just like that, he just knew it. Like, he had been fighting his whole life, and he yeah. just knew it. Like, it downloaded immediately. Right,
1: right. He became an expert. I mean, he still had to get the... The body stuff down, but he yeah. like, knew how to do it immediately. Ah!
0: That was like in my dream last night where I kicked a bad guy's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew karate. Well, yes. I woke up, yeah, and I was like, I must do karate.
1: I <laughs> think looked at you and goes, I know kung
0: fu. <laughs> 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 I
2: mean,
0: it's just me in front of a rich Club.
2: I don't want her to know kung fu because she has this oh my thing God. with her neck. Don't
0: even look at my neck.
2: She's a she has a very ticklish neck. So if I hug her, or if kiss he her, get to, if I even neck, look at, I will she's strike like him. Yeah, in the throat, dude. It's like instinctual. Throat There's been times strikes. where I accidentally got too close to her neck, and she like elbowed me in the face. I'm telling you, man. The neck is off limits. Mm-mm.
1: So, we'll do the thing where like the neck isn't real. <laughs> it's just the code. The neck does
2: not exist. <laughs> anyway, great choice, honey. For, oh my uh, gosh. Pop culture. I amazing. wish I
0: didn't explain that very well. No, you there's did. So many different angles. It's just hard to.
1: Like, Put like it in one like Andy definition. said, this would almost be better to do a whole podcast on at some
0: point. I know. Like I could talk whole, all day about the matrix. The whole it's matrix. It's
2: crazy. You know, but piggybacking off of this, if you guys want to do some of your own research, you listeners, uh, look up the Mandela effect. Look up reality shifts. Um, you know, things like that. You go deep down that rabbit hole and it really does make you wonder if there's glitches in the system. It's bear-stained bear. Yeah,
0: not to go That's- too far down the rabbit hole, but I myself have seen...
2: Was it a t shirt or a pen? Or no. Can okay. You, can I'll you tell it. the story. Okay. You might I'm well. going to
0: sound completely bat turd crazy, but I'm going to tell it. I Why not? So, um, back in, when I was in high school, I had this summer job as a cleaning lady, and so we'd go to people's houses and we'd clean and clean people's toilets, making really Ooh. T- terrible dollars. Fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it kept me busy during them. the summer. Did you erase and a so- turd with your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Just stare at it. I did. I did. <laughs> So we were at the, I even remember the exact person's house, and I could show you exactly where their house was. I remember it so well. So I was cleaning, and I was like dusting off a coffee table or something, and I pick up this letter that somebody had had written, and I thought it was really unusual. I'm like, huh, why would somebody write an entire letter in red ink? And I, so I set it down, I'm like, huh, and kind of went about my business, and I turned around and looked at the sheet of paper, and the ink was blue. I
1: Yeah, you had yeah, this. Why would like, this whole thing be written holy in red? Crap.
0: And I my my mind was blown. I thought I was going crazy.
1: That is correct. I didn't even nuts. tell
0: anybody cuz I'm like somebody is going to think I'm a crazy person. But I swear. You know nothing you right say in front of that, of my I think eyes. that happened
1: today. I just realized what? this. What happened? It's tell so us. funny how like you just kind of like move on in your day. Yes. So, not to bore people, but I was doing a technical drawing and there was this one line of statement at the end of this uh, lengthy, like legal jargon that I write all the time, and it was just there. But I remember the the phrase being there from a, the original document that I was referencing. I copied it, literally copied and pasted it from that document. And so I look at that document today, the one that I had written, and that text is still there. It's there. And one of my engineers is like, "Why did you? Why is that on there?" I go, "Oh, well, I pulled it off the other, off the original. That's why it's there." And they were like, it's, "No, it's not," and I was like, "Yeah, it is." Like, I wouldn't just write that. To, it was kind of an odd statement at the end of a legal like that. Yeah. So I was like, "That's weird." I, I mean, I remember it being there, but I don't know why. Why it would? So I went back to the original to kind of just re-reference it, so I could kind of show him, like, "Hey, look, yeah, yeah." You, <sighs> and you it remember, wasn't there. It wasn't. It wasn't there. Uh-oh. Not only it wasn't there, it was no evidence of it ever having had been there, and like, but. I, like I said, I vividly remembered seeing it the first time and being like, "Huh, oh, that's odd, but it's there. I have to copy it. So I did, and it was still in the one document that I made, but it was absolutely not in that in that other document. So weird.
2: Glitch in the Matrix, man, I'm telling you. We, and you had something weird happen with Skye in her crib during that thunderstorm oh, that one I time. I've
0: too many. I could I could go on and on, but okay. Give so us one. Lo- yeah, long story story. Or... <laughs>
2: Long shory story <laughs> 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 that can Tell me go in sh- the bloopers. That tell me a the bloopers.
0: Anyway, oh, story. it was during a hailstorm. Yeah. Oh, oh, our house was just getting battered by hail. I think that was the summer when we had to get a new roof. What um, the hail? E- what the <laughs> hail? Anyway, so uh, I went upstairs to go check on the Sky because it was just getting crazy. We were all going to go down in the basement, and. I'm looking directly at Sky, and all of a sudden she like completely shifts to the other side of the crib. Like um, no, like she didn't roll, there was no transition boop, boop. in between. She was all of a sudden on the other side of her crib.
2: Just within a nanosecond? Just within like-
0: like, a split second. And I'm like, did I blink? Was it, we were, I was trying to like, scientifically debunk it. Was it like, the strobe effect from the lightning?
1: But she went from a she sitting position from, from one side to the next.
0: She was sleeping. She was oh. sleeping. Yes. She was an infant. Yes. So, anyway, we've had lots of different crazy things. I saw time go backwards one time.
1: It doesn't matter how I feel. We're in the Matrix. Yes. Yeah, we are. We're all programs. Mm-hmm. You guys are my favorite programs, though.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my uh, my software needs to get defragged. Just like <laughs> you're under my favorites De-fraged. tab. <laughs> I need to get
1: defragged.
2: Maybe I just want to get fragged. <laughs> <laughs> <That'll> <laughs> run but on boats. <laughs> <bumps. laughs>
0: Well, on that note, I
2: guess that puts a nice little bow on this. Okay. (laughs) The
0: Matrix. And now it's time for the main mystery.
1: (laughs) Main mystery.
2: What you got for us, buddy? It's me.
1: I have something, I have notes. In a, rare for, in a rare term, well, we are in the Matrix.
2: You're prepared. Yes. You're, you're picking up the slack for Pat not being here today. Pat's our Pat's our uh, you know, research and development well, guy.
1: Well, this is the best idea. <laughs> I
0: mean, this is nothing. It's a be- Pipelines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on a piece of pe- paper laying on the back of my car that, that Gwen had from church.
2: <laughs> uh... Well, we are paranormal dads, again, so yeah, exactly. sometimes our cars smell like french fries. Sometimes we have garbage in the back that comes in handy when that you need a notebook. That becomes a piece of notebook. <laughs> I did
1: my research, kids. Got my notes. <laughs> Here we go. I am talking about a thing that has fascinated me for a long time: portals. Portals. For all you nerds out there, not the video game, although that's a cool game. I might add, you actually create portals, and this is more like rips in time, space, so you can actually go from one spot to another instantly.
2: Cool. Uh,
1: this is more about like dimensions, stuff okay. like that. So this is where I'm going with this. So. Where my fascination come, came from with portals was two specific times in my life. One, when I lived in upstate New York as a kid, when I kind of got fascinated with Bigfoot. But at the same token, there was times when I would play in this forest that was in my backyard. We lived at the base of the, of the Adirondack Mountains. And there were spots in that forest that I swear to goodness felt weird. They just felt thin. It's mm-hmm. so the best way I could describe. Like, it felt like you were on the threshold of something that was different.
2: Did it feel like somebody was, that, that feeling of somebody's looking at you? Or yes, so tremendously right. so. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and to the point of almost, like, stymieing you. Like, you couldn't move. Like, uh, 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 like uh, and it just felt like something was special in that particular spot. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that feeling. You know, And it happened several times. Not in the same area, either. So mm-hmm. you'd be walking around, and all of a sudden, some other new spot, you would be like, whoa, look, this is weird. Like, animal sounds stopped. No birds. You don't hear anything. It's sure. very interesting. Um, and then as I got older, I came across this story. This is where I didn't do any real research. I just remember this t- story. Hey, listener. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know who, where the story came uh, comes from. There was a poet around the, I want to say it was the late 1800s, 19th century-ish, maybe even. Um, who decided at some point... He just vanished off the face of the planet. Um, he uh, the, apparently was uh, supposed to be either in New Mexico or Mexico. Once again, my research is not done on this.
0: It was actually it was, in Nebraska.
1: Was it Nebraska? No, yes. oh, That may be a different case. Oh, it could be a
0: different case. Might be a different case. Okay. I don't
1: know. But the, it was a poet who had a lot of like fascination with this t- type of thing, uh, actual portals throughout the world, and apparently went to one and vanished. And it wasn't like verbena Triangle or anything weird. It was just some spot on the land. That
0: reminds me of A Wrinkle in Time.
1: Kind of like that. Yes. Um, so that's where I'm coming from with you. That's where I'm at today, kids, with my research. I want to talk about seven portals on the planet Earth. Oh,
2: is any any, that, any of them close to Omaha? Uh,
1: no, unless you and count Benson, the Czech Republic being. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the closest one actually uh, is Stull Cemetery. I think it actually is Stull Cemetery. Did it say Kansas?
2: That's I look close. We should go there see if we disappear or not.
1: Exactly. So if oh. you never
2: do another podcast, that's what happened. If your podcast stops. <laughs> go to Kansas and look for us. Or don't. <laughs> uh, so uh,
1: I just wrote them in no particular order. Uh, but one that really jumped out to me, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this. It's like called the Hoi Bacau Forest in Romania. Otherwise known as... It's near Transylvania.
2: Oh, no. Boom! Ooh. Vlad the Impaler's backyard. Yes. Watch out for the steaks. I heard this, they hurt.
1: This forest... <laughs> How do you like your steak? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right up my butt. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what they did. Ouch. They inhaled oh, right through the keister. I all know. All the way up through the mouth. I wasn't oh, ready. They did. Wow. I watched a documentary on this it. This episode was sleep rated for a oh, week.
1: <laughs> I wasn't ready for that A now and B when I saw it as like a teenager. Yeah. Like our teacher didn't go into specifics, but then we looked up like I looked up and once again this is pre internet kids. I didn't have the luxury of looking up googlies. <laughs> I had to go to the library have have decimal the internet system webs. and the Webernets. <laughs> Dewey decimal system. Dewey decimal system. <laughs> How do I find Vlad the impaler? <laughs> It was horrifying. Yes, yeah, terrifying. It was but anyway, so this forest, the Hoi Bacow forest, it has a giant circle somewhere in it where nothing grows. Nobody can explain why nothing grows in this almost perfect circle, and it's huge. It's mm-hmm. like hundreds of feet in diameter. We have
0: one of those in our backyard. Nothing grows. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> but that's probably some like cat or some weird animal or some, some like weed Maybe where Andy and I burnt that wood that we shouldn't have burned.
2: Oh God! Yeah, I think we took a year <laughs> off our life of that camp. night. We shaved off of a couple. Wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> burning chemicals.
1: Um, so nothing grows there. Nothing grows in this patch, this giant no, patch. And I wish there was that was it, but there's more. Um, so it has a it has a storied history of people going missing in that forest. They go in, they don't come out. And then another case where a a, a young woman went into the forest against the better advice of her friends and went missing and then five years later emerged off a different part of the forest, hadn't aged one day.
2: What?
1: Yep. yep. Hoy Bacals Forest, everybody. That's you bananas? Go. What? Yeah. It's a fountain of that youth. That's crazy. Yeah. Or... Oh. <laughs> and she was unaware that she'd been gone in that period of time.
2: Okay. Here... Just hear me out now. i got a theory. Yeah. Big Matrix. round thing yeah. where vegetation doesn't grow, Yeah, she went missing, Yep, uh, missing time, doesn't remember it. Yeah. What if a saucer landed? What if that landed on that patch? Maybe. And, and then that, brought her back. And that's why that vegetation doesn't grow Could there because of the radiation. And what if she was taken aboard a ship yep. that was going close to the speed of light, which is would account for the fact that she didn't age and she doesn't remember because they used a little wand from the Men in Black to, to erase him. her memory. You yep. get
0: really loud when you talk about UFOs. Sorry,
2: I just get jacked, man. Fly to the Navigator. I'm just psyched out of my mind. Flight <laughs> of the Navigator. Remember that movie? I do. I That's, love what, happened, that. that's what happened to that kid. Yeah, we
1: have we that, have that movie. Yeah, That's a good movie. Yeah, And the robot toxic Peter Herman. He does? Oh, yeah. it is Peter <laughs> Herman's voice, right? Uh, no. No? It was a comedian who was emulating his voice, yeah, but gotcha. I don't think it was Paul Rubens. Gotcha. He did a um, good job. He did a great job. I anyway, so Hoy Bacow Forest, go there tomorrow if you want. Um, I'll yeah, I'll just do all of them. What the heck? Uh, another one called Pluto's Gate in Turkey.
2: It's <laughs> that sounds funny. It makes me think of Disney World. It's st- <laughs> it's like a wing of Disney hey, World. Pluto,
1: come on here! It's a game of hell. <laughs> I'm not oh, far. God, I'm dude. not far. I can do a good Mickey. I'm not. I'm not far off on this. Uh, they call it Pluto's Gate, okay. and from this hole, it's a giant cave that's built into this ancient city in Turkey, and poisonous gas. Fumes emit from this cave. Apparently, it's it's tapped into some natural spring of death gas. Oh. And people will hallucinate and have all sorts of problems. But people uh, in the past have sworn that demons and all sorts of uh, horrible things have come out of this cave. So,
2: toxic gas coming out. I bet it's my brother down there after enchilada oh, night, God. is what it is. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> get out of that hole. What are <laughs> you doing here? You're
1: stanking up the whole country of Turkey. <laughs> Pluto's gate or Andy's brother? <laughs> what poisonous gases coming out of that one? Um, another one: um, the gate of the sun in Bolivia. It that is sounds this, fun. It is this crazy-looking man-made structure huh. that's like once again these ancient stone works. It's like perfectly flat. The stones all sit together, but it is basically like this thin sheet of rock in the middle of a open field. And it has hundreds of drawings or carvings of human figures with one central figure that they are assuming would be like the sun god. Mm -hmm. And the idea being that this gateway was powered by the indigenous people that lived there and were able to use it as a way to, to go to where this sun god lived to worship him. And now the gateway is no longer functional because those indigenous people are no longer there. But that's the story behind uh, the gate of the sun in Bolivia. Very interesting, on that one. These are kind of sprinkled all over the place. they are all over the world. That's yeah. crazy. Um, I mentioned the Stull Cemetery. I didn't write down where it was from. My research is poor. I'm not like Pat.
2: But that one's um, in the U.S. somewhere.
1: It's in the U.S. I wanted to say it was Kansas. This one is a nice ripe old gateway to hell. That's one. That, of those, that's the name of it. Yeah. Okay. Gateway to hell and and the garden
2: variety gateway to hell you
1: know if you're gonna exactly (laughs) not not a highway to hell this is not (laughs) acdc no 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 this is a gateway to hell uh like the computers (laughs) the gateway to hell um and the thing is about this one was uh witches would apparently show up into this uh, cemetery at a certain time of year and perform rituals to open this gateway to allow evil spirits to come into the world and, uh, and the Dark Lord himself. So there we go. That's the story on that one. Fun times. <laughs> Maybe your brother's involved with that too with his nachos. <laughs> Maybe he shows yeah, up died. with a plate po- of. Is this where the poisonous gases are? No, he brings
2: no, no. his Diablo sauce from Taco Bell. Even <laughs> the devil. Look. That's too hot. When I heard it was a devil theme. It, it
1: works, it's, right? It's too hot here, man. What do you do? Get that sauce out of here. Um, let's see here. This one is in the Czech Republic. It's lovingly called the Demon Pit. It is a built over a or built near a castle. The pit is so deep you can't see the bottom and it is as old as the castle if not older and the, uh, the myth behind it is that uh, once again evil spirits come out of it and the story of this the infamous story of this demon pit in the Czech Republic was that a person who was in jail for his life, was given a pardon if the, he would allow them to lower him into the cave to describe what he could see. They lowered him into the cave. He they got about 30 feet in and he began screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming <laughs> and they stopped. and they raised him up and he had aged 30 years.
2: That just gave me goosebumps. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude had aged decades. By being lowered into this cave and begged to never be put down there ever again and would not describe what he saw. So there's that. Hope you sleep well, kids. Oh <laughs> my God. why do
0: all these portals have to be evil? Why a lot of them are happy. could be a fun portal, like.
1: It's funny you should mention the Care Bear Portal, uh, located in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Care Bear Portal. There is no Care Bear Portal. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I you were serious. It's Toys R Us
1: in their clothing, so quick, get there fast. <laughs> there are no care bear portals I apologize Um, let's see here we have oh one that I found really interesting because this is I love islands I love islands off the coasts of certain cool countries this is off the coast of Ireland we talked about this you like leprechauns don't you I do you'll like this one there's no leprechauns this is called um, Station Island off the coast of Ireland um, and it they believe that on this island, there is the actual portal that will take you to purgatory, the place where souls go when they are awaiting judgment.
2: It's the d m v waiting room of the afterlife
1: exactly you're not happy, you're not <laughs> sad, but you're not happy. You're, you're just, just kind of there hanging out, yeah. The the and Andy, you have I mean, a you have Irish
2: descent correct yeah, and that's kind of a Catholic thing. Well, maybe it's I am like,
0: actually more Irish than he is. Oh yeah, I'm
1: a Catholic. Sorry, I confused the two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it is a kind of a Catholic thing. But yeah, you're you're more Irish. She's like part Irish, part Native American. That's a mix. I'm a truly. And I'm just mix. German. That's awesome. German. Myers. Myers. Um, the
1: cool thing about this was that the entrance to Purgatory is rumored to have been discovered by Saint Patrick. Interesting. So there's that little nugget as well. Didn't didn't bring that up on St. Patrick's Day, but we didn't know either. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, did I get them all? Yes. There's one more. They didn't give me. Uh, it's uh, in Sumeria,
2: mm.
1: or what was Sumeria now is modern day. I think it said Iraq.
2: Yeah, I, I believe that's right.
1: Um, off of the Euphrates River, there is enough evidence. Uh, archaeological evidence pointing to the existence of this structure that, that, that archaeologists believe it was potentially real. It was this large circular stargate that um, via the hieroglyphics and other documentation around that area, shows Enunaki um, coming from another place into on earth from this stargate. And the the uh, the understanding is that if it does exist, it's probably buried um, off the coast of
2: the uh, off the banks of the Euphrates. And uh, Sumeria was what the most ancient human civilization that we know of. I think Sumeria and Mesopotamia, right? Those two.
1: Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, two of the most old oldest ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wharton, I love yeah. that
0: you picked portals as the yeah. main mystery. Yeah. I have been fascinated with portals since I can remember. I wrote a book about portals when I was in seventh grade. Actually, particularly the Bermuda Triangle, but it had a lot of
1: other portals. Portals, yeah, within. yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that I have actually seen a portal myself.
1: Really? Yeah. Where so at? this
0: was about ten years ago, and I was in an apartment. I was sleeping, and I was awoken by this weird, like, woo 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 noise, and I was so freaked out. I could see like my eyes were closed, I was afraid to open my eyes and I saw like green flashing in front of my eyes as I was hearing this noise and finally I opened my eyes and I see in the corner of our bedroom and like the, uh, up near the ceiling, I swear, I saw like this weird black and green swirling matrix. <laughs> What? Yes. back to matrix yes and i know i was asleep but i woke up and i was fully conscious because i remember just being absolutely terrified to open my eyes but it was there Ugh. it was there
1: i i have had um instances where nothing like that like i wish i would ha- i wish i'd have that like you'd see something with your own eyes I have had this and I've been able to self-replicate it enough that it works for me. I I hesitate so far as to call it a portal, like a physical portal, but it becomes kind of a mental one for me. And when I go to bed, I picture like a a red kind of ball. And the more I focus on it, the more I feel like my kind of like body kind of getting light and i'm not even sleeping yet i'm not even asleep i'm still awake but i just enter into this state of complete chill and and then at some point i feel kind of detached and then i eventually fall asleep but it's a whole like several long minutes of a self a self kind of projection if you will into into a what i mentally call a portal but so it's but like it's a, happy ha- yeah. it's a happy place it's a happy place like
0: astral projection kind of
1: Kind of, yeah. That's cool. That's buddy. very yeah. cool. It's fun. I do. I do that a lot. I did it more often than I do now, but I did it for quite a while. I I too uh, am fascinated by portals, and I'm per- exceptionally fascinated by a particular portal in our city. By the way, there is a town. It is now the dead. It's a dead ghost town. Literally, it's a ghost town. What? That was called Portal Nebraska. Do you know about this? I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. So Portal Nebraska was very close to where we used to live our house um it is a was a small town between where we lived and Papillion
2: so it, between Millard and Papillion
1: kind of yeah. like you go basically the best description of it now is um, 108th street Past Giles. Okay. If okay. You know where that's yeah, at. yeah. That was the pocket. This Portal Road. There's a road called Portal. Road. That's where Portal, Nebraska, <gasps> used to be. What? Weird. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a, it's a ghost. It's gone. Gone forever. Now it's uh, immortalized as a road. And so, what has always stuck with me. And there are some like ghost stories surrounded in that area of town about that like school that 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 teacher or whatever, uh, like the old Western front like frontier teacher. Um, who ended her students' lives? If you know that story, <laughs> I don't know that nope. one. We'll get into that at a different time. <laughs> yeah, but the main point, mystery in a but future the future. But the point is, there's a town called Portal, and the more I learned about that pocket of S- Sarpy County, Nebraska, the more interesting it got. And there was like this house that we swore had a ghost in it that was in a, around that area, and. What I'm getting at is, there's there to me, there's a little bit of mystery in that area that has not been truly like unearthed yet. And at some point, more time, different time, do some research into Portal, Nebraska. That's crazy. Yeah. Very cool. But I, I am utterly fascinated by the idea of pockets of area, physical space on this planet that we can go to right now that has a thinning of reality between our world and something else. I love that idea. Love it.
2: My only experience that that I think might fit into the category of a portal was uh, just a few years ago. We were actually living right here in this house. Uh, We live in northwest Omaha, and I walked out to the front yard one day to let our dog Zico out to go potty. And I look over to my left, and it was broad daylight, clear blue sky, middle of the afternoon. And I look out, and I don't know, five, six, seven houses down the block, I see a translucent... I guess you would call it the size of a semi truck What? massive basically it shot diagonally out of one yard and across the street and over the houses across the street so diagonally across the whole width of the street and this thing was moving uh, a quarter second maybe a half a second long enough that I could actually see it and it wasn't out of the corner of my eye it was dead on like I was physically looking down that that part of the neighborhood And I saw it square on, Uh, I don't know what it was, it was gone quickly, wasn't a reflection, wasn't uh, a feather close to my eye, anything like that. This thing was massive, and I don't know what it was. Wow. The only thing I could ever even fathom is that it was some sort of a portal. Weird. Something something or somebody was being transported from one place to another Mm -hmm. in 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 an instant.
0: Man, coo ka choo
2: I swear. <laughs>
1: that is the one thing. Once again, it kind of does tie you into a matrix type thing. I mean, if you have a program, then there's all sorts of ways to write different things in it that would allow you to skip around and do
2: whatever. I uh. Maybe somebody was dropping in some data. Exactly. You know, who knows? You know, Who knows?
0: There's another story of a Nebraska farmer that in the, gosh, I don't even know when it was. I think it was the early 1900s. He was outside doing something with his farm, and um, all of a sudden he just disappeared. And Mm -hmm. his family could hear him outside crying. They could hear him crying, but they could not see him. They could not figure out where he was.
1: That gave me goosebumps. And he never turned up.
0: He never turned up. They never found him. That's
1: crazy. (sighs) Isn't
0: That, that terrifying? That is
1: terrifying. You can hear this person, but you can't see them. That's like that's like uh, upside upside down level uh, Stranger Things right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I am thoroughly fascinated by this, and it's one of the things that I do feel like has it has validity I, to me. But I wish there was more like scientific yeah. stuff with this, you know. But it, I, I guess it's just hard to start breaking those kinds of things down. I mean, there's, they seem like the probably the, one of the more complicated. Paranormal events to try to document. You know? uh, I would
2: have to agree. Yeah, but but still plausible. I mean, there's just so much about the world that we don't know, and just because we haven't explained it yet, doesn't mean it it can't exist. Right? Oh,
1: exactly. I yeah. You know,
2: and that's the job of science, right? Is to remain open minded about things that haven't yet been explained yet.
1: I mean, isn't that what the whole idea of? A, I mean, aren't wormholes? Not yet, really. They're all theory right now, right? There's no such thing as a...
2: They're theory, but the, but the physics checks out. Mm-hmm. Right. Right.
1: Right. So, I mean... The Einstein-Rosenbridge. Right. You know, the, in space. Uh, in space. But couldn't that maybe exist in a smaller pocket on Earth in a way? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Something kind of creepy to go along with that. They just discovered that our Milky Way galaxy has thousands of black holes. Yeah. Yeah just saw that
1: i i heard that but it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. how like, do they
0: know that like they're legit they black holes out? They're legitimate black holes like they could measure gravity being pulled in in like 10 10 000 black holes and some are, are moving some are yeah. moving
2: yeah i don't know that's one too many vacuum cleaners mm-hmm. for my liking <laughs> here we are this tiny speck sitting on a
1: pile of carpet as the vacuum goes by
2: I just can't wrap my head around black holes. Where does it go? You know? I just want to know where it goes. I know. I know. How I does something become nothing? It had like, you know, if I, if I th- right here, if I throw my phone on the ground and it shatters, it's still going to exist.
1: It'll just be in little bitty parts. But I don't think you can throw it as hard as a black hole can can crush. Things.
2: I don't know. I'm pretty strong because
1: it. It's true. You are. <laughs> I, 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 those things, this we're getting into also. Oh, oh yeah. Where are I getting... am, but I mean, they're kind of a portal, right? Yeah. I mean, if you could survive to the end of it, what would you find? You know,
2: what if you jump into a black hole and you you pop out and you're just against a, bl- a black backdrop and you're looking at your identical twin that you never knew you had? There you go. That you know, it's like Twilight Zone. You know, yeah, end that scene. It's like
0: a horror movie. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Or or an evil <laughs> version of you that takes over for you, yeah.
2: like. Bad Eddie. You're trapped here.
1: I'm taking over now.
0: <laughs>
2: no! Well, all these ones you rattled the- off were really ominous portals. I want there to be a happy one. Like, a oh, we discovered a, a portal in Argentina where little Smurfs jump out of it, and it, it rains Skittles.
1: What about, you know? well, at least we have a melancholy one. You're in purgatory. Yeah,
2: it's, not, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not evil. It's not good. It's not bad.
1: <laughs> I like to think the gate of the sun in Bolivia was a happy place. Happy. It doesn't seem like that a lot of negativity happened in that one, so we'll go with that one as a place to go, and maybe even the uh, the one in Sumeria was just the Anunnaki came through and taught them technology. High fives.
2: Which of those are thought to be alien an alien race? Correct. Yeah,
1: Anunnaki. Uh, the thought being that they would be a superior. Alien race, and a lot of people even think maybe humans from another time that came back to help maybe set things right in a way that in another timeline didn't go so well, like Atlantis,
0: like Like the Atlantis theory, yeah, I believe. Like you
1: know, these aren't aliens; it's It's just us, just you know, ten thousand years in the future. But uh, but yeah, there are a couple happy ones. Just you know, it's kind of hard to compete against you know Pluto's gate with poisonous gases coming out of it.
2: Well, guys and girl, uh, I think this was a good episode. I think so too. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but I think it was good.
0: It was fun, yeah.
2: And special thanks to Kenzie for agreeing to be on here. Uh, Our first paranormal mom, yeah, paranormal mom, and paranormal mom high five. That was
0: a good one.
2: Mm. Like that paranormal kiss. Yeah, yay! (laughs) 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 I'm (laughs) alone. But you know, anyway, we we miss Pat today. But as we as our title says, we're paranormal dads. We have families. We have things that come up. We have work things, and oh, yeah. you know. Uh, but but the good news is we we have a paranormal friends and family who can always jump in at a moment's notice. So oh, exactly. Pat'll be back next time, and we might in the future do a very special episode where it's uh, all three of the paranormal moms. We'll let them hog the microphone, and uh, I think that'd be a really fun idea as well.
1: Just get a whole different perspective right there, but. We want to thank everybody for uh, sharing and liking us on Facebook and Twitter and all that fun stuff. And, and uh, yeah. I guess, in the meantime, be your own Care Bear Portal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> should we get T-shirts made that say that? Be your we own Care Bear should. Bear.
1: We should. We should. Oh, my God.
2: Well, special thanks to freesound.org for providing us with some of the uh, music and sound effects for this episode. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, hit us up at ParanormalDads. At gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook and all that stuff that the kids are using nowadays. And, uh, the
0: Twitter pages and the Twitter tweets. <laughs> the Twitter tweets. <laughs> the snap faces and the book
2: chats. All right. Well, and if you don't hear anything from us ever again, it's because we've slipped down a portal. So there you go.
1: And also a special thank you to our sponsor, um, GlowStickPortal.com, for all of your glow stick and rave needs. <laughs> 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 this oh better boy. not be the Matrix, because I'm getting pissed. weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much.
2: All right. All
0: right. <laughs> now I have to whiz so bad. <laughs>